Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Ask Cadence. My name is Pete Wright. I'm sitting around the table here with Scott Lissett. Hello, Scott. Hi, Pete. Good to see you again. Same here. How's your project world? Excellent. Outstanding. And John Patton. Hello, John. How was the dentist? It was just fine, uh, Pete. Did uh, you really have him do crowns with no painkiller? Yes, I did, uh, because all they had to do was put them on. <laughs> I can't. I uh, actually need painkiller just to walk in the door. We, we were recording this morning, and so I didn't want to be talking through a numb mouth. <laughs> well, well, more power to you for getting well, through I, that. The, well, I think that also shows that project managers do need to have a high pain threshold. <laughs> oh, Scott, <laughs> there you that's go. beautiful. See, yes. Just yeah. wrap it right back in. We're done, ladies and gentlemen. We are out of here. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. The, uh, the topic today, uh, Scott, I think you uh, brought this one to the table, something that you've been dealing with. The, the issue here is about project control. And, and I think the big question is, is, is this, what information do you need as a project manager flowing into you about the project in order to both know what's happening on the project and how to make corrective action? Uh, where would you start in a discussion like this? Yeah, that's a great way to frame it up, Pete. And um, we talk a lot about project planning here. And it is important to anticipate as much as you can uh, when you're developing the project plan. Uh, and document uh, what the work will, uh, what work will be done on the project. However, uh, when you're in implementation, um, we need to make sure as project managers that we know what's happening on the project uh, and that we don't let things get out of hand. And uh, the image that I get in my mind uh, is the old uh, story of um, in Rome, um, Nero uh, playing the fiddle as Rome is burning. Uh, and we don't want to be Nero as project managers. We don't want to be thinking that everything's okay on our project and then uh, wake up one morning and find out that we're massively behind schedule or terribly over budget or, uh, or the folks uh, don't know how to uh, produce the final product. So uh, the question is, what kind of information do we need to have as project managers flowing into us so that we can uh, keep our finger on the pulse of the project and then take corrective actions? It's not enough to just get information. We have to respond to it. So uh, a couple of things uh, that I'd like to uh, start with, and John, feel free to mm -hmm. um, come in uh, with sure, uh, Scott. Uh, some others. Um, one is um, to uh, uh, regularly conduct status meetings. Weekly status meetings are recommended with your core team. These are uh, a group of um, uh, people who are um, helping you plan the project and then uh, producing status reports uh, that uh, you can review um, every week. And uh, what you're looking for is evidence that the tasks are getting done on time and that uh, there aren't significant problems on those tasks. In other words, uh, the cost, schedule, and performance aspects of the tasks are going smoothly. And if they're not, we want to know what's not working on a weekly basis. Uh, that way, uh, we have time to react before things can get seriously out of hand. Now, as uh, part of those status meetings, we want to identify issues that are coming up. And more importantly, we want to create an environment on the project team where it's okay to bring an issue to the table. 
Um, we don't want to shoot the messenger who brings us a problem. We love when people present us problems as project managers because that means that they're not being swept under the rug and we have an opportunity to then deal with them. Okay, so um, we want to uh, have people bring us uh, issues uh, that, that they're concerned about uh, that are uh, impacting task work. Well, and sure, and more than just, than just sweeping them under the rug, problems represent activity. You know if somebody's uncovering a problem, they're actually working, right? Uh, you bet. In, in many cases. You, you bet, because if nobody's doing anything, then there's no problem. Then there are no problems, then, right? That's, that's right. sort of the dangerous corollary. That's right. And uh, if you find out that a task is behind schedule, uh, now you've got to investigate what's the cause. Was it a poor estimate in the first place? Uh, have there been some unexpected things that have happened uh, on that task? Um, is it a resource issue? Uh, what is it? And is it recoverable? And if it's not recoverable, does that mean that uh, if you have a task which is going to be two weeks late, then the end date of the project is going to be two weeks late? No, that is not the case. Um, because uh, if you're in the middle of, uh, of, a, um, of a medium or a large size project, you've got dozens or hundreds of tasks still left between now and the end of the project. And you can take corrective action to accelerate some of that other work so that you can make that time up uh, before the end of the project. Um, so whatever the cause of the issue or the problem, then corrective action needs to be taken. Uh, have a discussion with a functional manager if it's a resource issue or if it's a technical challenge. Um, and uh, change control uh, is another part of this. Um, maybe some of the problems are coming up because um, uh, stakeholders want to change the scope of the project in the middle. Uh, and does that, does that ever really happen? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's be straight. Yeah. Right? That never happens. No, nobody ever wants to change no. a project in the middle. No. And there's always uh, just one stakeholder. Yeah. So you know. And, and and if you don't have a clear method for dealing with changes, then uh, then that can cause the project to get out of control. And uh, by documenting changes, by having an approval process involving the sponsor or the steering committee, that can then uh, allow the project to remain in control because you've identified the impacts of the changes and uh, then uh, modified the project plan accordingly. Join us next week where we pick up right where we leave off today, taking on risk, status, and keeping your project information flowing smoothly while you're in the thick of project work. On behalf of John Patton and Scott Lissett, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Ask Cadence.